Hello, and welcome to Hey Miss Yo. Today, I have my friend Heather on here. Hi, Heather. Hey, y'all. What's up? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to tell y'all who she is. I know she who she is, but I'm going to read y'all the stuff that I'm supposed to read you. Okay, so Heather, since 2001, Heather has been, been loving God, loving people, and loving herself with raging determination to know who this God, Heather who this God, Heather dedicated herself to finding every part of God, even if it wasn't in a church or the traditional text. Graduating from several programs of study, she now classifies herself as interdenominational and encourages the liars, the haters, the thieves, the adulterers, the LGBTQ+, the prideful and the privileged to meet Jesus just as they are and seek him out as well. Oh, I like that. Hey, girl, hey, that is so you. I mean, these are words, but I know this to be true as to who you are. You're such a wonderful and awesome person, and you love people genuinely. So, today's topic is love in the face of the pandemic. So, what do you got to say to us, Heather? I mean, so, because you and I, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, what our conversation was going to look like, and um, I kind of wish I had some coffee to, like, slowly sip. Well, <laughs> it's a little late, though, but, yeah. Um, but, like, I, I, everything that we see on the internet and everything that we see, like, with these videos and just, like, because, I mean, if it was just the pandemic, if it was just, you know, all the other things, like, one thing or the other, but it's it's everything. And we see so many recordings of um, people just refusing to show consideration for others. Or empathy, or empathy. Like anything. And it really makes you wonder where where is love? You know, where is the love of, of just like common courtesy of, of just loving our neighbor? And you start like, so, I mean, God is love, right? Yeah. Yes. Peter, God is love. Like that's just scripture. It's like three simple words. So what, what does that mean for the non-Christian listening to this? You know, I am a Christian, you are a Christian. And if, if, if I wasn't, I've never heard of this God. I've never heard, everybody heard of God, but I've never heard. I don't know. I've never read the Bible or any other kind of uh, religious book. What does that mean? God is love. How can you explain that to me so I'll know? I mean, that that is like, I think that's that's a huge question because God, like you can compare God to like an elephant in a room. So you could be standing up by the trunk and I could be standing by the tail and I'd be like, well, God's a butt. And you, <laughs> God, God has this massive trunk. It, it all depends on where you're standing in your life of, yeah. of what God is be and as you move through life it's it's the same it's the same god but as you're moving as you're taking a step to the right you're going to see more of him and more about him and so um that's a huge loaded question but if i was going to simplify it i mean i've already said it god is love okay so if i'm home i'm home it's a pandemic i am anxious in my home i'm afraid I'm stressed out because I, I can't do the things I'm used to. We have this this pandemic. We have this uh, um, peace that's severely disturbed. We have all these things that are going on, and I sit here 
And I don't even know how to cry out to this God that you're talking about. I mean, share, share with me, you know, and plus, you know, if I think about it, suppose I'm thinking like, hey, God don't even know who I am. I mean, if I could just list the things that I've done today that I'm sure your God would be interested in me. So that's, uh, that's where I'm going to say, let's have a conversation. And, and I know you're going to have my, um, my contact information um, posted on there. So definitely have somebody reach out. Like if, if you are that person that you want to list out all these things that you've done and I can tell you a testimony where I literally. Well, give us a story, a little story. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, when I was a teenager, I, I fell passionately in love with God. I thought that he was everything da, 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 and all this other good stuff. Like everything you see, like all the churchgoers go, like I was the cookie cutter Christian <laughs> and I went to church on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. If the doors were open, I was there okay. and, um, I watched my brother die in my mother's arms and I became just as passionately as I was in love with God, that's how much I hated him. And I couldn't deny the fact that he existed because, I mean, that's a whole nother story, but um, so I, I just cursed him out every single night. And I was, I was so angry all the time. And I remember like, I mean, I would go to school and I would sleep through school and after school I'd go get high or drunk or whatever and then I'd go home and I would sit in my bedroom and I would play music you know angry angry music you know, <laughs> what we do. and I would cuss God out like full on cuss him out I would you know f-bombs and everything else I'm not going to say that on, on your channel because I don't want to so why, um, why was God the center of your anger because he is the um, author and finisher of life and and if he and, and I remember this the, finally like this one night I finally said you know God if you're so big and you're so mighty and you're so strong and you're so wise and you know everything that's going on why don't you come off this big yeah throne <laughs> and come save me from myself then and um and so I you know I just kind of ended it there that night and I you know turned off the lights went to sleep and three days later, oh, let me, let me preface this because this might be a little too spiritual for some, some folks, but just bear with me. Um, when I said that, I literally had this vision and it was more of a shadow of a vision of, of, a, of basically Christ on the cross. Okay. And it was an audible. Was it like a, a vision that you saw outside or a vision more so that like a memory or a, I mean, I'm just trying to picture. Um, it would be comparative to if you were standing at a window and you're looking out towards the sunrise and you, and you see it, like you see a shadow of a tree or something like that. Okay. Got it. Go ahead. So I, it was, it was, I was in my bedroom, so it wasn't like, it was at night, so there was no like, sh like this, it literally just like took over my vision. Okay. And I heard him, like audibly, I already did, but I'll do it again. Okay. And I was like, um, okay, whatever, like, <laughs> 
cocky, like, I'm not going to deal with this crap, kind of like, whatever your answer is. So like, wait, 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 hold up. You hear it, you, you see something, and you hear some all of it, and you're still so angry, like, yeah, whatever, you know, that you're not even taking into consideration that this is a moment. But go ahead. Well, you have to understand, like, I I had a lot of those moments. I know, but go ahead. <laughs> but like I said, like, have people reach out to me. If you all want to have conversations about all of that, that's a whole different conversation. I want to get to the point of, of who God is as far as love. So, um, like, I was out there, you know, doing drugs and everything else. I was um, just, I mean, we were breaking into churches and stealing Bibles. Because God was the, he was the center of your anger, so a church makes sense that you would break into Yes. So like, it wasn't just like, oh, I was in, like, I was doing bad things. It wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm a liar. Oh, I'm, I'm a thief. I'm a whatever. It was, my anger was directed toward God specifically. And, um, and so like, we were, we were doing all kinds of awful, awful things. And, um, so anyway, uh, fast forward three days after that night of this like weird vision thing, um, I get a phone call from my friend and she says, uh, Hey, I just started going to this youth group. Now, mind you, this girl is one of the reasons that I left church because she left church. <laughs> so I was like, okay, if this girl's going to go to church, I may as well like, and it was like really weird that it was three days. You know what I mean? Like that, that special number, like three yeah. days. Okay. Let's see what this is about. So I go to this youth group and there's like this student teacher like teaching this youth group and I mean he was a hot mess <laughs> he had no idea what he was talking about and I'm sitting there and I'm all like in like staring at the floor and stuff and I kid you not like this was like the like the most like it like it literally pulled me back so basically like m my spirit person and and this is again spirit person is a whole conversation right but um my spirit person rose up and i basically stood up and i started teaching this man's lesson with his bible verses and he and left then, you i mean he was in shock were you in I, shock as well and no so i sat down well because i i don't know like it, it just it, for some reason it just felt so normal to me so like it was I, just the reason why I'm asking is because you went from mad to now you're teaching for the person that you're still angry at. I know. But it was like something inside of you had to say it. It had to get out. Yeah. And so, like, so I sat down and everyone was just, like, in shock. And they're like, well, why didn't you say what she said? And he was like, <laughs> I, I was trying to. <laughs> oh, so he agreed to what you say. He, like, it was his lesson. Okay. I didn't have his notes. I didn't have his. Oh, wait. You were teaching his lesson without his notes, but you taught his whole lesson. Mm. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I'm and so, you. There and I'm listening to all of them say this, and then I hear God's voice again. And he goes, I still have a purpose for you. Wow. Wow. That's great. And, uh, and, and I, I spent years of, of shame feeling like I was never going to be that super passionate person that cookie cutter Christian again. Um, and I, and, and I still, uh, on occasion, I think back, I'm like, well, maybe I'm not as good of a Christian, blah, 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 blah. But, um, so, I mean, what is as good of a Christian? What does it, you know, um, 
I'm asking questions that other people may ask. And so, because you know, we have many conversations, but I want that person that's on, 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 that may be listening to this and they'll say, hey, you know, I still don't feel adequate as a Christian to follow what same. God is saying to do. Go ahead. Same. No, I'm just the same. Like, if somebody's saying that, I'm the same. Because I think every Christian, if you don't, wake up every morning and in scripture says that scripture says to work out your salvation every morning that means that you look at your life and you're saying how how can i show love because god is love and and um to speak on something that you had mentioned earlier about fear and being in this pandemic and everything the opposite of love is not hatred the opposite of love is fear yes and I'll go deeper with that so they can understand, oh my God, so they can understand what, what that means. Because, you know, when we think the opposite, it says love, hate. But because of fear, there, there are, just like love has attributes, and you can speak about the attributes of love, yeah. fear has many attributes. Like one, you know, pain is one that comes from fear as well. But go ahead, go. Yeah, I mean, um, Maybe so I mean, you... Say what? Maybe about three attributes of love and then maybe three attributes of fears, you know? So, um, attributes of fear, the biggest one is hatred. I mean, we can look at, I mean, we can look at the, the, I don't even want to necessarily say it's like a race war, but like the, the fear between what's going on in, in the, um, What's the word for it? Um, today? <laughs> like just everything that's happening today with the protests. Yeah. You know, everyone's in there going, oh, well, we shouldn't do this or we shouldn't do that. I'm like, why not? Well, I'm what afraid. What Christian's response could be to the protests? Why aren't we out there praying? What? Like, my issue is, is that I'm here praying. And if I, if I didn't have a son that I had to put to, dip, to bed and, and I was, you know, if I was able to, I would be on that front line praying and I would be praying for protection and I would, and I would put myself between a bullet. So I have, um, uh, author, author's women, what's Crystal's husband name? I can't think of it. Uh, Kingston Arthur. Kingston, Kingston. I have, I'm going to reach out to Kingston because he actually was in Ferguson recently. Yep when the protests uh, started out and they were outside of the police department and uh, he was out there actually praying. I mean, yeah, his he's story right. is amazing. Um, he's Caucasian and he's out there, he's praying, he's Caucasian, he's married to African-American woman. He has biracial children. So this issue is not just because he's a Christian, it is because he's a Christian and he's a father and he's a husband. So to him, it meant a lot. First, as a man of God, to go out there and pray for, you know, yeah. everyone. And then, you know, the stories I read on his his post, the stories, it was like, you know, God was with him. I mean, they were, anyway, we'll let him tell his story when he gets Yeah, let him tell his story. It was amazing. And it's like, we have got to do something. And you know what? I have to say this for a disclaimer because I don't want anyone to feel like we're we're saying if you're not on the front lines that you're not doing it. You can pray 
and interest. That's what I'm saying. That is the front line. From that is the, that's the first step. But second, there are things that your contribution, whatever your contribution is, your best contribution you should be making. There are those like Kingston that'll go out there on the front line, and there are those who will have have uh, courageous conversations like we're having right now, where no. they're aligned and we're we're letting it out there that we're not we're not you know because the Bible said if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. God is the one that's going to heal our land. And if we are not, we are the ones that have to, if we're cowering the corner or we're, we're nonchalant about it, or we don't care about it, then you know what? You, 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 you have to do something. I don't know what your something is, but you have to do something because not doing anything is just as bad as the people who are doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, another attribute of fear is being self-seeking, um, self-seeking meaning when everybody bought up all the toilet paper, <laughs> I'm gonna call them out. Call them I'm out, gonna call, honey, out. call them out and the, and the disinfectant wipes. Come on. Come like, on. like, look, I, I think that was fear. That wasn't, that wasn't, Hey, I'm preparing my, my life. That was, I'm scared that I'm not going to have what I need. And, and forget and, about you. Forget about you. Yeah. And and fear fear made it so that we were unable to support each other. And and supporting each other, that's love. So so just the same way, like self and, and you can read and and I would encourage everyone to read through um First Corinthians uh chapter thirteen. Everyone thinks that that's like the marriage chapter or what have you. No, that's the love chapter. It's to love your neighbor as yourself and to love your enemy and pray for your enemies. And um, I had a lot of really hard conversations with um, when this whole thing started about hoarding and um, just just a lot of a lot of really rough stuff going on when this whole thing this whole pandemic started what if someone says well i'm just looking out for my family but you got 15 families then (laughs) like yes look like and and i'm all for like so when you're on an airplane you put on your mask first and then you help others yes Yes. And if you are hoarding, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you do, if you went out and you said, like, there was the one guy, he went out and I don't know if it was because the federal government got involved, but he went out and he started buying up a whole lot of um, hand sanitizer, but then he started giving them away. So we're not saying don't purchase, but what are you doing with your purchase? Are you purchasing so you can afford for yourself or, or are you making sure that the, the seniors who can't get out have gift packs you could drop on that door and just keep on moving? Are you are you looking for the sick and the shut-in or, or the poor and, and the weak? Are, is that your purpose or is it just your purpose to have a whole room full of toilet paper? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the third attribute that is, um, that is, uh, of fear, and this is going to hit a lot of people and this, you're going to have some listeners that hate me on this one is, um, pride. Mm, well, hey. Hey. Because 
it is well, the price will we'll hate you honey <laughs> I, I know i know and and that's fine i'm okay with that y'all y'all can send me some hate emails i'm fine no don't send hate emails what i would let me just say this what i would like for you to do if there's anything that heather heather's an awesome wonderful person and you're just entering in at a small snippet of her life and if you wanna, if you have a question about anything that she said, um, you know my page. We're we're light, we're love. We we. This is the happy story, but this is a courageous conversation that needs to take place. And every now and then, we gotta talk about the real issues. Like where is the love? I don't want y'all beating up my friend. This is like real friend, y'all. And she will open a, a dialogue and she won't just shut it down. If there's something that you want to say, and you can say it respectfully. We're going to put her email, or we're going to put an email where she can respond to you from. And if you would like, you can um, you can uh, post below on our YouTube, on Hey Michelle YouTube page. But what I suggest and what I ask is that you're very respectful, that you get to the point and ask the question and allow her to uh, share her experience and we all can learn to empathize with each other. You know, that's the beginning of love, you know, listening. And, and I would also, for for those that um, for those that are hurting and, and you need somewhere to let out that anger or let out that fear, bring it bring it. Go ahead and email me with that too. Because and, and this is why. And this is and this is why. Because um, this this is one of the reasons that I encourage everyone to c come to Christ exactly how they are. If you, if whatever, whatever you're, who you are, no matter who you are, if you're a liar, if you're a thief, if you're an adulterer, whatever, when you come to Christ, you're coming into love and love is going to change you. He doesn't want you to change who you are before you meet him because it's not going to work. You can't change yourself. I agree. And, and, and you, you've got to be okay with who you are as you come, as you come to Christ and, and just letting We'll get into that. Okay. So what about those who want to come to Christ? They want to, um, the good thing about it is now there's a lot of services online as opposed to having to come into a building and um, hear or go to a service because we talk about some things that we experience in churches, her and myself included. Um, so I love that you have a dialogue that someone can actually ask a question from someone who knows the Bible, who's been schooled on it, not just I read the Bible, but I've, I've been educated on it and I've been able to live it out and experience the fullness of it. Um, so go ahead, I just wanted to share. That. And it could also be said, I'm not just schooled on scripture, I'm schooled on school. I'm schooled. <laughs> so in like historical documents, yeah, um, different religions, Wicca, Buddha, and as well. Um, you know, I I have images, right? You Greek and Aramaic uh, as well, right? Um, I do, I do know how to translate Greek. I know how to translate the original text. Okay, cool. Um, and it's fun. It is. It is. Fun. I'll with me about that. That's one of my passions. I love doing that. Um, but I also wanted to say, like, as far as um, I would encourage you to to find someone who you can have conversations with, because church 
church services are great online and things like that, but it's it's lacking what the church actually is. So this is a segue, and I'm going to take. I'm going there. I'm going there, girl. So we were talking, and, and we, I'm hoping that Heather will start a podcast where all these courageous conversations can take place. And I'm hoping and praying because I can't think of anyone else that I would love to have on a podcast and online or anywhere sharing love and information with you guys. I mean, she's not afraid to tackle the, the hard conversations with love, understanding, and um, trust and believe. Before it's over with, you will know, you will experience um, God through her. And, and when I say that, I mean, because God is love, like I said in the beginning, and it's an unconditional love. When she say, I love everyone, she really does, you know. Don't wear a mask, I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, yeah. So, um, all right, so those were the three attributes about uh, uh, well, and I was going to say about the about the pride, um, kind of bouncing off of the going into a building thing. So if we if we are saying that a Christian only looks a certain way, that is a that is a symptom of pride, and it is a symptom of fear in saying that. Oh no, you're not saved because you don't look like me. Yeah, you and don't that's, work that's like, not me. like that's not that's not something that's really important at this point. You know, before, and can I, I just want to say this for people out there. I get it. Um, I get it. I've gotten it. I've, I've been, um, I think I've heard enough. I'm not going to say it all, but enough. And at the end of the day, before you want to speak to someone about their looks, their sexual preference, you know, their race, um, anything, you know what? The first thing God did before he even dealt with any issue where he met a need. Ask the person, are you hungry? You know what I mean? Are you okay? You know, instead of you worrying about what they look like, their tattoos, your question should be, I'm just glad you're here because you know what? You don't know what they went through to get there and to be met with someone like you can make a difference that'll have them decide, this is why I don't deal with those people. So yeah. before me to me, you know, before you you care about the things and for, and first and foremost, we're not the changer of people. We're not. People change themselves as the closer they get to God, the more they know about Him. He's the one that does the the truth. Is the one that changes. So go ahead, girl. You know. Yeah, I mean, summarizing that, no one cares or no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so the um, attributes of what love is, love always protects, yes. love always trusts, love always hopes, and love always perseveres. And if you need me to break that down to you, that's going to be a long conversation. <laughs> no, we don't have that much time on here today. This is, this, is the, this is the rue right here. We're giving them the rue, the, the mm -hmm. thing that, that starts the meal. And then when they go to your podcast, they can get all the rest of the stuff. It is going to be so full like a gumbo that you got to yeah. do all these different mixes and together for something beautiful, delicious to come out of. Um, and then I also wanted to say that love covers a multitude of sin. 
Um, so in the eyes of protecting our brothers and sisters or our neighbors, that's love and love covers a multitude of sins. If you're going to trust somebody, if I, I, when I hand my, you know, $5 out the window to someone who is holding a sign on the street, I'm going to trust because that's love and I'm giving out of love. That's God right there. That's where God is. If I am, if I am hoping that this pandemic ends, that's love. I'm hoping that, that our love, that who we are as Christians and who we are as people, not just Christians, like, like normal human beings, like just human beings in general needs just to be loving to each other. Are and humane, humane. If they could just be humane, not even loving, some of the things that you think about that you, you, how could another human being be this way towards another human being? So before we even get to the love and the empathy, let's just start at humane. Like it is humane for people to want to breathe, for people to respect other people. Like, look, if I don't believe in a pandemic and I love what you said about the man, you know, Put the mask on because the other person may be fearful that, you know, what what is it to you? The, I mean, it's not a hard thing to put it on, you know? It's, mm, anywho. And love always perseveres. And that means that even when it's hard for us to show that love and, and to to be just in, like generally a good person because we're thinking about all the hard stuff, um, it just persevere, just push through. It just, it's one of those things like you get out of bed to go to work so you can pay your bills. Take your grocery cart back up to the front of the store. Don't leave it in the parking lot. Like it's like the tiniest little things that we can do. We can put on a mask. Yeah. We can not buy 15 bottles of hand sanitizer. You only need two. Like just like the little things, persevere and and hope and and trust that everything's going to work out. Because at the end of the day, love doesn't make sense. It is sacrificial. And and we have to be willing because you can't like everyone's out for themselves and, and wanting to protect themselves. But at the end of the day, you're not going to protect your own life. We're only gonna get through this together. Yes. We are stronger together. We are one people. It doesn't matter if, I don't care, honest to God, I don't care if you're Indian, I don't care if you're Buddhist, I don't care if you're, you know, what have you. We are one people. We are one people, we will survive. We will, we will. So, ah, we got so much more to talk about. We might have to do a part two. Uh, That'll be great. Or you can have me as a guest on your podcast and we'll talk about this podcast. I think you have to be. Hey, yo. So is there anything before we leave that you want to make sure that you get across? I don't want to leave any stone unturned. This is your opportunity before we wrap it up to uh, say it. I think I kind of went on my little rant just a second ago, so I'm good. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. So there you have it, guys. Where's the love? God is love. And how we can start and share in that love is thinking about our brothers and our sisters and remembering that we are our brother and our sister keeper, having a little bit of empathy and no pride at all. Just taking today. You know, these may be some things that may be a little boring to you, but just try it today. And then just take it one day at a time. And you know what? We're all gonna do better because we're all trying to figure this out. But the one thing that we know for sure, 
is that God is love. Thank you, Heather, for being on. Hey, Miss Yo. I can't wait to have you on again. And, and furthermore, I really can't wait to listen to your podcast. If you have any questions for Heather, if you have anything you want to want her to go uh, deeper on, because she has lots to talk about, we will drop her her email address down there. She says she can take it, just send it to a raw and real. You hear me? You feel me? That's all we got for today. Love you, baby. Talk to you soon.